What is this, like, 13th? 14th? What episode is this, even? I don't know. I don't... 13. So, somebody check YouTube. 13. 13? Okay, 13. We're, we're just gonna go with it. Um, are you start? It's already... Are you recording already? <laughs> yes. Okay, good. Um, so, welcome to episode 13 of, uh, Audio Discourse Podcast. Um, today, uh, we have a very special topic, um... Today, we are talking about um, the state of Chi-Fi. Um, here with me are my usual co-host. Um, funny enough, he is the only person who is not ethnic Chinese and actually loves Chi-Fi more than the most of us. How are you doing today, Ant-Man? Hey, how's it going? Um, and we have a fresh off the ranking list, uh, Taranku, who ranks QDC at rank A and not rank S. I'm thinking about kicking him off the podcast. How are you doing, Corn? <laughs> Hello. What's up? Uh, yeah. Um, and we have, uh, Ken, who, uh, not, is probably gonna defend, gonna rip on Chi-Fi with me. How are you doing today, Ken? Great. Um, so... Probably the first thing I want to talk about, and I did talk about this a little bit with uh, Anthony in the begin with his one-on-one, is that I am not a fan of it of Chi-Fi, and I am um, because it's my job. I am specifically not very happy with their um, like their business model as a as a, in a, in a as a general as a whole. What I mean by that is that um, I. Seemingly, like not just like the cheap ones, even like the the mid tier and the, you know, the the five hundred dollar and the thousand dollar tri-fi, they seem to like pump out a lot of like IEMs, um, in the like just one after another, and then they they would like use a like this release hype, with these kind of like re- you get a hype around the release, and then people would get all hyped up about it, uh, with all be it, like having show reviewers or just like making hypes in, like, communities. A lot of people would... Oh, coin's gone. That's a... That's a first. <laughs> Ken, <laughs> get corn back. I don't, I don't... I don't like this re-recording thing. Where's corn? God damn it. We're, we're leaving this in here. I don't know why, but... Yeah. Um, um, I'm gonna keep going. I, I don't like the fact that... Um, they have a this spike of initial sales um, when they first release, and then it drops off like drastically, and then after a while, it's just all long and forgotten, right? That's like most tri-fi. Like, I want to say like ninety-five percent of the IEMs they don't really stick, and but like there there are stuff that that like kind of sticks around, but like for the most part, they really don't. Like Anthony, do you, like isn't that kind of like their sales model, and they just keep having to like pump out like mediocre IEMs? Yeah, I mean, I, I've talked to people in the industry about that, um, you know, some of our, our dealer, distributor friends, and, you know, one of the things that is challenging for them to even carry, like, a Chinese brand is because of that type of sales model, where it's quantity-based, not necessarily quality-based, and, in, um, like, in the U.S., you have to deal with warranty services and return policies and whatnot, and it's not really designed for like that type of model it's designed to get a whole bunch of stuff out really cheaply and and uh um, for the most part you're you're making you're making your profit on quantity uh uh with with little margin so it, it's kind of pumping out the next best thing like over and over again which um 
you know, for, yeah, it's like hitting a, hitting a target with, uh, blindly <laughs> throwing, throwing, throwing darts at a wall without looking. Yeah, and, and you're just, oh, welcome back, Corn. Oh. oh, sorry, I disconnected. But that said, that's you know, okay, we... yeah, uh, that said, there are companies out there who are, um, I guess changing that, that culture or maybe that, that, um, methodology a bit, you know, like, like Moondrop who have a target curve and that they're trying to achieve. Uh, but still a lot of the, a lot of the companies I think are, aren't really doing that, but some, some of the newer ones are trying to, to take that approach. I, th I think there are always exception to the rule when it comes to like, again, like that's why I say like there's, it, we're talking about this like in general, right? And, and, and Anthony is right because it's just the fact that um, they value like quantity versus quality and they just, they, they have to, I feel like it's more of a, it's not like they're doing this intentionally. I think they know that their product have a very short lifespan. So they just keep, and, and, and the market, um, it's not just the manufacturer's fault. I feel like the market kind of is, um, like, it, it, especially when it comes to, like, the sub-$100 chai fi, the market really likes to, um, you know, move on to the next new hype, like the flavor of the month chai fi IEM thing, right? Yeah. And, it, um, yeah. It, it becomes a, and, when I first, you know, when I first started looking into this and, um, you know, going on the Head5 forum and even Reddit and whatnot, uh, it, it, it gets addictive because you can buy, you know, most of these, uh, like KZ or uh, maybe even Tin Hi-Fi and some of the other budget brands. I mean, you can get decent, I mean, not great, but decent sounding IEMs for like 30 to $50. And it, it becomes addictive just because they're so cheap and you can try out a whole bunch of different things and you end up building this giant collection of, you know, mostly like mediocre IEMs, but you get the, you get like a whole bunch of stuff. Um, and I think yeah. that becomes addictive to a lot of people, um, especially, yeah, especially because of the flavor of the month thing, the next best thing comes out two weeks later, <laughs> especially for like a brand like KZ who released you know, sometimes three to four IEMs every month. Well, yeah. And, um, and they're not, there are exceptions. I think, um, I think we should talk about like, just like the cheap, uh, the cheap exceptions. I think, um, I, I don't know, like. A ten T two was the first one. Um, that was like the real, um, the cheap chai fi that really stuck um, with the community. I feel like it, it, people were still like, like it. I guess question mark. I don't know. Yeah, um, I think uh, also the V Sonic. Um, was it the GRO? Yeah, I've never actually tried that yeah, one, so I can't. I can't really say how good. How good those those are not very. They're very neutral. Like they're very neutral, even without any peanut gain. I think they're. they're there's, I don't even know what they're trying to suppose to be. I, I don't like uh, the V-Sonic, but I think Team Team T2 is like the first one that stuck out of my mind. Um, I think uh, the other thing is that I am um, going off the business model thing. It's not just the manufacturers. I feel like it's also um, the community that they, like, I, I feel like the market is a product of the community hype that they realize, like, you know, I, I don't think the manufacturer would go on making all these random chai fives if the community doesn't really support that kind of business model. So it's not, like, just the manufacturer's fault. I want to I wanna say it's it's kind of like a, you know, like, you, it's like a, like a circular thing. Like, you, you're not going to, I don't think you're ever going to stop that. Um, um, but 
why don't we talk about the community? Um, why don't we talk about, um, I guess, probably not. And, and again, um, I don't think that's like the Singaporeans, like, let's say Ken, like, you don't, you don't try, like, you guys don't really have too much, like, tri fi available to you guys, right? Just in Singapore. It's not even, it's kind of like a mystery. It's, it's a little, I mean, there, there are stores um, specializing in importing um, 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 tri fi. And I like what what you mentioned about the community. I I do meet quite a bit of people, and and I when I when I talk to them, they actually enjoy collecting a whole bunch of tri fi, like what Anne said, like you know um and it's they think it's interesting, you know, it's, it's fun to just like try and collect cheap stuff. Like they rather have tons of um cheap stuff. They 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 can spend easily a few thousand dollars. They they, they it's not that they they are poor or. What you know? They, they have to, well, yeah, you know, and 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 they spend a few grand. They 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 can get one, um, top of the line, um, easily. I mean, the label top of the line, um, but typically they can they can get more stuff in the market if they really want. But they actually prefer diversifying their their, their money and then just get multiple stuff. Try the next flavor of the month. It to wow. them it's part of the hobby. So so that that is some some interesting thing and. And because of that, um, I I I I guess they they do buy a lot of stuff, be it from um the local store or from the online stores. I mean, it has nothing to do. I don't think it has anything to do with um anybody's financial situation. I'm not going to like you know speculate or. I think I think people buy whatever they can afford, right? And you you did say like people have like a lot of people like you know you have a handful of like fifty dollar chai five and they have like ten of them and. Um, there's nothing wrong with that, and you know, if you, if that's what you enjoy, then that's fine. But um, at the end of the day, you you can't really listen to one one pair of IEM more than one pair of IEM at the same time. Um, I for me, um, I just don't see the point of you know having. Um, maybe you 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 prefer different flavors, but um this is my analogy have you ever had like those really bad tasting jelly beans they're all like you buy a bag of them they're all really bad tasting like jelly bellies. like like <laughs> yeah like jelly bellies like you you would just buy like like they will have like real fart flavor or some shit flavor i feel like that's what it is like you you might as well buy something you know like you buy a bag of really bad tasting candy and you don't like any like they're just all bad tasting like i might as well spend a little bit more and buy something that's better you at least the, that's my thought the the pear flavor is pretty good but that's like one of the um, few ones I like in Chile. Some some folks like to go for um hunt for a cheap deal, hunt for a good deal and and, and, and hunt for the best so called performance to 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 price ratio and, and, and stuff like that. But like but some some people will go like, you know, is does this is this even good enough for me? If it's good enough for me then I guess, you know. But um a lot would just like to try more stuff with this because they're buying, they 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 change a new IEM every 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 few weeks. I mean, not exactly change, but they they do buy, they keep some, they sell some. So they easily have like three to five IEMs at any point of time, minimum. There are some more than ten, twenty. So I I I meant a lot. I mean, there's people who have like I, I mean, fifty or sixty at a time too. <laughs> I mean, but, yeah, but like, is is that more like the throw of buying stuff, or is it just like? You know, I, I feel like that's less, like, you're, you're kind of, at that point, you're getting away from, like, the hobby of, like, you know, of, um, into this port of portophile audiophile, I, I hate the word, 
Because, you know, you're, you're kind of getting away from the audiophile hobby and you're just, like, the thrill, like, you're just using this hobby as the thrill of buying stuff. And that's perhaps really... Yeah, go ahead. Perhaps it's, like, the uh, true of finding a hidden gem uh, amongst all, like, the sea of chi-fi. I mean, there's bound yeah. to be something that sounds great. Yeah, but, like, that's, like, also, like, buying lottery ticket. If you like to do that kind of stuff, you know, I would say you buy, <laughs> you buy a Mega Million, I mean, you're... The return, I feel like that the odds of winning a Mega Million is pretty much about the same of buying a bunch of $50 Chi-Fi and hit a good one, you know? When was the last quote-unquote giant killer? We haven't found one yet, so, you know, it's just... <laughs> yeah, but but the same mentality folks apply to those that actually... they, they, they I mean, they, they do buy Chi-Fi, they, they, they buy other expensive stuff, they also buy expensive Chi-Fi. So, with this exact same mentality that... that, that... Yeah. And and I, I think I, I like how you brought up um, the expensive chai-fi. I think we're, we can move on to... Um, I'm also not... Um, the other thing is that um, there is this extreme amount of price creeping that's within chai-fi is that, like, back in the day, like, when you say chai-fi, people think about, oh, it's like KZ or whatever, $50, yeah. You know, some of them are okay, some of them are really bad, you know, kind of a hit and miss. And then, like, I, I see... Um, really just people gradually moving towards more and more expensive IEMs, not just in Chi-Fi in general, but like, especially now people are very willing to spend like, like recently we see a lot of like thousand dollar Chi-Fi popping up on the market and, um, uh, and people, and some people are very willing to, um, you know, spend the money. Like back in the day, you know, those people were like, oh, I just spent $50 to buy Chi-Fi and try it out. Now the same mentality like applies to like thousand dollar Chi-Fi, which is, um, a very big difference in, in my opinion like you know kind of getting very ridiculous when it comes to like um the price creeping like what are like okay how about this coin tell what are some of the most like recent thousand dollar chai fi that you can think of um the t audio v14 um yeah. the show ej07 yeah and um the, the fearless released their like at the hybrid line right they're they're all about Oh yeah, the Don, yeah, the Paladin the, series, yeah. Yeah, the Paladin, and they're, they're all like $600,000, and, and what else? I got, I'm got trying to think of the top one. QDC, a yeah. unique melody. Um, well, and those, yeah, I mean, yeah. And, <laughs> those have been, always been expensive, though. They, they yeah, are, they, they have always been expensive. Those have always been expensive, yeah. It's just the thing, because I, I think people are, are, are conditioned, you know, like, um, the, this, the same people, they, they like to buy anything. It doesn't matter, right, the, the price. And they are really thinking that, hey, you know, um, um, getting getting a, a chifa is like buying a lottery ticket, like what uh, Rush said. And hey, I, I may I may I may find a hidden gem, you know. And and when the chifa prices um increases to like a thousand, they still think that hey, you know, if I if I get this thousand dollar IEM, there's a chance better than that three thousand dollar IEM from another brand. Yeah, you know? that's what I think too. Yeah. So, I... so that's the mentality that that they have. It, it just carry on from from whatever and. They could be veterans in 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 the hobby. They could be newbies, but they, they all think that that same way. When I when I speak to them, and and when 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 um and talk about the uh, um, unique melody uh, QDC, they they are brands that started expensive. Those their stuff are not cheap, you know. From from the start, like their cheaper stuff is probably like ten times cheaper than the than a cheap Chi-Fi, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
the QDC, the cheapest QDC is one hundred and twenty dollars. Uh, the the Neptune, the single BA, right? And that's that's almost always like that's already expensive than the probably the most expensive KZ. Um, but that's um, going back to like the the very expensive Chai Fi. Um, uh, I, I that's I, you have the, the there's a line that you need to cross that I don't really like. I'm very okay with. I, but you know, people can spend their money however they want. You want to blind buy something that's fifty dollars? That's you know, that's your power. But at the same time, I would never buy something super expensive without trying it first. And um, just because, like, due to the lack of availability in North America and even in Singapore, I, I, honestly, just because these tri-fi pop out so often, manufacturers cannot, like, distributors cannot, like, carry them fast enough for, to to keep up with the the hype of the month, like the flavor of the month. So a lot of people, like even in in the east, uh, start blind buying these IEMs, and and I'm very not okay with this kind of business model. I I feel like it's it's some kind of scam. Like it's it's like you release this product real quick, and it's a thousand dollars, right? And nobody has tried it, and and some people take the plunge, and and a lot of reviewers would like you know they would they would send them to reviewers, and not not to say like the reviewers are good or bad, but you know for a thousand dollars, I don't think I want to take anybody's words aside from my own you know um and, and anthony i don't know what you want to say because you're one of the the chi-fi reviewers you're, you're part of the problem yeah but i don't <laughs> review anything that expensive <laughs> typically from well, from chi-fi uh, unless i well, you don't but yeah 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 but you don't but you know I, i'm saying like what's your thought on this um well i think let me think about this i think um i think i don't know if for for most of these brands, if they scale as well, um, moving up as um, like the budget stuff, so I think definitely the budget chai fi is in a lot of cases they they using the the quote they punch above its weight, but yeah. when when you scale up to like the um, I, and I haven't tried all these thousand dollar plus IEMs, but I, I don't the ones I have tried I don't think they uh, necessarily. You know, they they're not equivalent to like a three thousand dollar IEM or or two thousand. No, they're not even equal they're, to their. They're more their like one thousand dollar. Yeah, they're more like you know they're comparable to maybe comparable to the same uh, European or American or Japanese brand IEMs at best in in a lot of cases. Yeah. So you're they're, you're not necessarily not you're not necessarily uh, getting uh, price of performance necessarily. You're probably getting maybe equal performance to something of a more uh, well-known brand. Um, yeah, and 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 from the people that have heard, I'm like Corn and Ken. I don't know, Corn, you want to chime in on how maybe how mediocre this thousand dollar IEMs are from from China? <laughs> um, which was in particular though? I don't know, man. Whichever one you want to talk about. I mean, oh, you know. He likes the tri fi. He, he likes the thousand dollars. He likes the plus. Oh, does he? Does he? He doesn't like the Roland. He doesn't like the EJ07. He says the V14 is pretty mediocre. So, what's 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 good right here? Um, yeah, honestly, like if I, if I were to spend a thousand dollars on tri fi, it, it probably has to be QDC or, or Moondrop. I wouldn't spend, I mean, currently, based on what I've heard, I wouldn't spend a thousand dollars, like a thousand US dollars on uh, like random tri fi. Um, that people hype up once in a while without and... trying it. So yeah, so, so Con likes the the ones that are under one thousand. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. like over a thousand dollars, like about a thousand dollars, maybe like fourteen or like twelve. 
I mean, you, you will probably get the A series, but we'll, we'll probably get to that later. But like, there's really nothing that's out there that's over. Like, um, what the the V14 is like twelve hundred dollars, right? It's so like, you try. It, well, fine, it's a thousand dollars. You try that. How is that? Like, the Roland is a thousand dollars. You try that, and you didn't like it, right? And and I, honestly, I'm not like you know, saying maybe they they won't have a a you know giant killer that's coming out soon. But like honestly, um, the, the the trend is not there. You know, I, you, I haven't seen it, so I gotta see it to believe it, man. Yeah, but but over here, like you, you mentioned about distributors, there are not a lot of Chi-Fi distributors. There are a lot of Chi-Fi parallel importers. You know, so so yeah, they they may not get them as fast. In fact, even the distributors don't get them um, uh, as fast as the as the online stores because you know it, those online stores are from China, right? So they have to need it. Yeah, stuff. and and there, I, I feel like that's kind of a, a a shitty business model. Is that they are a lot of these online stores they they can get these real quick because they don't they don't have a physical store, so they can just have them in stock, and you know it's it's the, the transaction is so quick, and once. Once you like, you know, once you cash in on the high for these online dis- the online distributors, they move on to the next one, and that's why you see like a lot of the Western distributors they will not carry Chi-Fi because that's not a sustainable business model because they need to have it, and then they need to have a certain amount of stock shipped to the U.S. and then like they need to send out like you know not even send out they have they need to they, they like say headphones.com they have like return policies and like I I don't know like. These Chinese ones, they I don't I honestly don't think they have a year return policy, and it's just like they are. It it's kind of like I hate to. Um, it's kind of like predatory that this kind of like marketing strategy is just to, um, really, um, you know, kind of prey upon the the fact that their the consumer doesn't really have like get a, um like uh, a good understanding of what the product they're buying and then they just buying buying it and then after that they really don't have any other service after that it's just like this the the lifespan of the iem is just like maybe maybe a month like of hype and then it just dies down and then people move on to the next one yeah, yeah that's why I, I feel like, like um i feel like a lot of them it's like uh you are paying to be a beta tester in some ways because i i've seen the shift from like um few years ago when these they, you know they just dumped a whole bunch of stuff out there and tuning was like super bright or super v-shaped and uh, so here you had like super bassy iems or super um you know super bright trouble focused iems and i feel like uh people are buying into be beta testers and it seems like you know certain iems will sell more than others and then they'll they'll start tuning to that iem and then uh and then releasing a whole like 50 IMs that sound like that one sound and then people will give them feedback and then they keep tweaking it and then releasing like another 50 IMs. And when I went to like start reviewing um, this stuff, I kept getting batches of uh, like, you know, six or eight uh, budget chi-fi all at one time. And almost every single one sounded exactly the same and they looked the same and they feel the same and um, <laughs> to a point where it gets really boring because everything literally has the same sound signature minus like you know a couple little things here and there but everything sounds the same and i feel like that's kind of the the direction it's heading where almost everything's going to end up sounding the same and there's and it's based on like 
uh, like what I call beta testing. People are just throwing uh, stuff out there and then they're picking which one sells the most and continuing to develop that sound signature. Which yeah, is good good in some ways, but also like kind of no, frustrating at the same time because you end up getting no choices. <laughs> So you yeah. always have price, you know, you know, and 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 that's why it's called flavor of the month. Like these people know, no, you know, I I I still they, they they do know, you know, it could, it's it's flavor of the money. It could be good, it could be bad, it could be a hidden gem, but they just want to buy lottery, you know. But that's the problem. Like you, you like Anthony likes to say beta testing. I'm calling it QC. You know why it's quality <laughs> control? They're using their market as quality control. And do you know people usually the company usually pay people to do QC. And for Chi-Fi, they don't have to. They just release a unfinished product out there, and and then like the market will decide which one they keep and which one they. Well, I mean, uh, for one thing, that's extremely capitalistic of of you know the company. On the other hand, um, uh, that is not good. Um, you know, it's not good for consumerism. You know, you you are using your market to to test out your products, and the ones that does not survive um, just you know falls to the wayside, and the one that that's good. Then they just make like different copies of it. And yeah. well, I, I mean, I, I don't know. Every company yeah. does that. Every company does some sort of like, like let's say like uh, um, shit audio. I guess this is I'm moving a little, little bit off topic, but they they have this thing called their uh, Thunderdome where they've released like uh, multiple amps and decks. Uh, at the same price range with slightly different features and they're just letting people decide which one sells the most and they're going to end up keeping that whichever one sells the most as their uh, you know long-term product and they're going to cancel the product that they don't keep or don't sell yeah and, and but, yeah and a lot of company does that because like again like even without um you know just like every company does that because like you have your you you would release a line of product and yeah. the ones that doesn't sell would get discontinued and the one that does sell would get a revision right yeah. it's the same except thing. except Chai the... is doing it in like a super ex- expedient way yeah <laughs> yeah they're, they're doing it like it's like it's like Hyperspace. that but on crap because <laughs> because they their their life cycle is super short and again and that and I, when I keep going back to the life cycle of a Chai well, a singular Chai Fi IEM that's a unnaturally short. And the bad part is that you are experimenting with your with the, the your consumer. I guess the good part is that they kind of really um, have a very accelerated rate of growth. Quotation mark depends on what you what you want to say as you know improvement with all these uh, chi-fi IEMs they are pumping out. Um, uh, they, they, do, I, they, do, they do grow a lot because these people are funding the R and D. Yeah. yeah. But like, should you? Uh, we we all as a consumer, do you think we should fund the not not the future R and D, the current R and D? Should you do you think as us as consumers should fund the current R and D of this idea? Yeah, I mean, like they they start off <laughs> with no QC, you know, like like what QC, you know, to do and till now they have a little bit more more QC or better QC, you know, so it's like from non-existent QC to you know having some some QC. That's, that's what people are funding them, you know. And well, I I, I, I don't I don't fund R and D unless it's a bespoke. So yeah. And and I like how you brought up R and D and QC because like that goes into um, the cycle of that again. It's like you don't have time, you know. Uh, the the first thing about R and D and QC that is that it takes time. 
but you are also within the market that have a very short life cycle of a single product, so you don't have the time. Maybe you have the money, um, but you, you obviously don't have the time to provide for the QC and the R&D IEMs for, for these chi-fis. So I feel like their build quality and their sound quality is that's what the one of the other reasons why they're more subpars on these IEMs companies that just shooting out like many different products yeah. like, even like expensive yeah I it's mean, a tough they, challenge they, because you're always know. competing with the next the other companies and there's companies that are going to be throwing out products like left and right like KZ has but I feel like they, they've actually slowed down a little bit but um, <laughs> there, and then there's you know and, and to compete with like a, a big company that sells so much volume like KZ you got to pump out your own like you know your own amount of, of products to get to keep up with that rate but uh so you have to balance between trying to get the right tuning and the right quality control and, and the right you know um processes versus making it quick and making it fast and and uh you know losing some of those uh, other things that you probably should take into consideration um, I, I mean go ahead about breaking you know and, and stuff there's warranty it's not great you know to send it back and stuff but there is warranty what what is scary is the lottery you know like every unit is different like are you gonna get a warmer version or are you gonna get a, a, a shoutier version yeah, or a base roll off version like hey hey lottery time yeah I mean the, yeah. the review I wrote yesterday night uh, the T-Audio Legacy 3 it's another Chinese brand um, I got two different versions of it and they both were tuned completely differently and even the left and rights were tuned completely differently so <laughs> i mean that that's the case of point and one of them sounds really good because i wrote a, a really positive review on the the current model i have but the previous one sounded really really bad and part of it was because the left and right didn't match and they didn't even come close to matching <laughs> like they, they were literally tuned completely differently um and I think it's, you know, I'm all about fair and balance when it comes to all things, but um, that's a joke. I think it's also more important to talk about um, maybe there's some brands that doesn't really follow the, the Chi-Fi business model. Um, I think, I think uh, it depends on how good Corn's internet is. Do you want, do you want to tell us what you're about your favorite Chi-Fi brand, Corn? Um, Moonshop. Yeah, disgusting. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, uh, Moonjaw is pretty darn consistent. Um, I mean, I, I talked about it earlier in my uh, upcoming uh, video release of the my own like IM brand ranking list. But um, in short, Moonjaw super consistent. Um, I feel like they know how to tune. And when when you look at it in the internals, right? Uh, for example, the Blessing Two. Um, when you look in the internals, you will see that the for example the midrange the midrange driver has a horn to get the kind of FR that they want, and they also uh, them the dynamic driver as well as use a very thin tube uh, for the inner diameter of a tube of the dynamic driver to get the kind of uh, uh, the frequency response that they are looking out for and due to that I feel like Moondrop has in a sense they are, they are of a higher caliber in terms of tuning where they they, they kind of figure out uh, what they're doing and how far they can go with tuning they, they, they don't go very far with the tuning because most of their tuning are either a modified Harmon or a modified DF. Yeah, it's, it's very safe, but uh, they 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 come up with solutions to get the curve that they want. Uh, which is why I find that 
uh, they are very consistent in that sense. And and in a way that uh, since you don't really have the, you don't really need to fig like figure out what kind of tuning you want because you know, for for the most part, um, before the Solus, before B two, came out, most of their stuff are just Harmon. So like you could just, you know, from from the KPE to to the KXXS to the Starfield into the AA into the SA. You know, it's all pretty much relatively the same Harman tuning, and and I I call it lazy. You call it engineering, so I guess depends <laughs> on how you put it, right? Well, I mean, yeah, I guess. Yeah. So so like you know we talked about life cycle earlier on. So like yeah, most most of the the the, the Western brands, yeah, maybe they have a one year cycle, one and a half years, or depending when they can come up with the next next new model, you know. And and we talk about um 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 Chief I having flavor of the month. It's like every other week or every other month they will come out with um, um, something new and and hope that the hype catch on. Uh, Moondrop, yeah, on the hand, I I think it's more a flavor of the quarter. They 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 do hold out for a few months, and and yeah, you know they they don't churn out as much. So they they sort of in between. Uh, yeah, like I think uh, yeah. Tan Tan is one brand that doesn't churn out like like massive. I mean they have a few products. But they, their their product life cycle is a bit longer, so I I guess it goes from um on regular G five Moondrop, uh Tanchim, and then um uh, every other brand. Tanchim is a weird Tanchim is a whatever how do they want to call themselves? Um, I I like them just because um they're, they're from my hometown, and and they have currently they have about four IEMs um in their in their lineup, and they're they're just they they just released a fifth. Um, and, and here's, and, and I'm, I'm going to draw the parallel, right? Um, what's, uh, Anthony, what's that recent IEM that, um, Moondrop just released? The SSR, right? Yeah, I'm holding it right now. Oh, uh, yeah. It's, SSR. It's, sounds pretty awful, right? I mean. <laughs> it's okay. It's just a tad bright. It's a tad bright? Yeah. Uh, I mean, did I not tell you about the, the IEM with, with roll off on both ends? It's just kind of like a weird... <laughs> It's not the best build quality, right? It's a weird. Um, it's a. It's no, a, actually, I mean, I mean, it's like what, thirty nine dollars. It's pretty good for thirty nine dollars. I, I would say build yeah, quality. I, I, I don't like. Yeah, but like, what? It's, it's like. What did you tell me? How how do they mold that? They they use like a molding to like injection. I'm, I call it injection molding. You you call it something. No, it's I don't like think. It's, it's, I think this is diecast. From looking at. Oh, it's it. a diecast. And then I think so, they so put a. Pressed. I think they put a. Uh, like an okay. enamel clear coat on top of it to make give it this yeah and and, and, feel. and you know from from the like you know the build standpoint diecast is fine i think um pretty much just like press it really hard um yeah just for comparison um uh the 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 company that made the oxygen tangerine um they they recently released something that's like a, a, around a hundred dollars um and have you seen a picture of like the the hana it's like a white Pretty much a white oxygen, and they they kept the same. They use CNC stainless steel, which I'm a I'm a, I'm a big fan of CNC machinery machining. But I I'm just saying that I think for with companies that like you know that's like Moondrop, that's like you know that release IEMs a little bit slower. They still having to find like these manufacturing techniques that's like you know pretty cost effective. Like they deal with the SSR. I think isn't. Aren't are most of their like metal IEM diecasts as well, like the uh, like the KXSS and the the Starfield, right? I believe. I want to so. say. Yeah, it looks like it. Like it's like like pressed, but like, um, but then like once you look at like you know, 
um, Tensujin, I think Ken agrees with me that you know their oxygen is still one of the best single DD Harman out there. Well, well, but the problem is that it being you know three three hundred dollars or two fifty, yeah. um, they 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 can afford to use a better manufacturing technique. You know, with their IEMs, I, I I'm not sure about their drivers, but they did like on their marketing material, they did say like, oh, we built another new driver from the ground up again. I don't know how how accurate it is, but just from the shower alone, they 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 can afford to use CNN, you know, stainless steel, except instead of the you know die casting, versus you know what the Moondrop does, right? And and you do have a comparison with these two companies right there. What well, but they're two two very good mid tier. Yeah, because it, 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 the thing about like. Um, try fire is cheap. Like, like, look, there's only so much money to be earned, and you know, you go to freight, you go to packaging, you go to your retailers, you go, go for your resellers' margin and 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 whatnot. You know, so, so if you want more on on your nice packaging and your nice good quality, then obviously there's lesser money for the extra sound quality, isn't it? You know, so well, it's, it's yeah. a balance. And 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 Moondrop, you know, to give them credit when it's due, they did. They do have a decent balance there. It isn't bad at all. Um, going back to oxygen, it's very nice quality, but the fit is cancer. You know, I have to say that. <laughs> it's great well, sounding. Yeah, I think the fit is cancer. Fit is, I mean, I can fit it pretty okay. Um, I, don't, I, I, I definitely don't prefer it. It's, it has that 64 audio shape to it. So, um, Does it fit like a 64? I actually haven't tried any of your products. I feel like it's it does, than yeah. It's a little bit. It's a little bit smaller. So yeah, it depends bit... on how. Okay. Depends yeah. on how like how your ears is. It's, it's like a little the, bit smaller than. The for... angle of the nozzle is very odd for me. So I, it's it's very hard for me to get like a very good seal. I, I think you have to do like one size up in terms of the tips. That's why you, sometimes a lot of times it sounds dark because it doesn't have that treble extension that you like, under oxygen. So it does like the fit does play a, a problem. It does have a problem with you know, the fit. I'm not gonna defend it. Oh, I I can get a good fit. It's just that I I have to either hold them or I can't move. <laughs> I can only be yeah. sitting. In the moment I stand up and move, bam, it's gone. You just, know, but for when I can get a good fit, you know, or sitting down and, and testing it, it is good. Just tape it to your ear. <laughs> uh, not gonna work, man. <laughs> um. And uh, why don't we move on? Um. I, I think the other topic that uh, you know Anthony kind of talked about is that um, going back to the life cycle and the community cycle within the community. Um, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of um, these reviewers. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not a big fan of these reviewers. I hate. I, I have these brand like I would brand people as a TriFi reviewer and um, shout out to Anthony, um, <laughs> TriFi, TriFi reviewer. Um. Uh, so, so since you're in front of my face while I'm talking to you, I, I don't think I want to, I don't, I don't want to point anybody's like name, anybody's name. So I'm just gonna give you most of the shit. Fine. Um, I feel like you, you are part of the problem. Um, and 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 and, and you're, and there's nothing you can do about it, honestly. If you don't do it, somebody else will. So there's just, there's nothing like you know. But that's not that's not a very valid like, excuse for that. So what I'm, I'm what I'm saying is that um. These companies or these distributors like to send out, um, you know, free samples to a lot of reviewers. Like they, they like again, like it's fifty dollar chai fi or like what? But funny enough, like recently now it has been like thousand dollar chai fi that they send out to reviewers. But you, you don't get you don't you're, you're small time chai fi reviewers, so you don't get those. Nope. Um, Three hundred. Like, well, how how much are those legacy whatever you you had? Oh, I bought those, know? but those were a hundred and 
$129. I don't know why would you, would you ever buy those. Yeah, I don't know why, but we'll get to that later. Um, <laughs> so they will send out these $300 Shopify. Um, they will send out either on a review tour and they just let them keep. And, and people would write good reviews, like very amazing reviews. Um, they know who they are. I'm not going to name names. Um, they would they would demo their IEMs with Tupac DSD and then um, they they say it's the best thing ever, and and people eat that shit up and then they buy it and next week uh, the person the reviewer does it all over again. It's just like, um, I I feel like it, it's like what what you guys are is just kind of a scam salesman, <laughs> um, <laughs> that you would just like again like I I wouldn't I wouldn't I trust you as far as I can throw you Anthony I I, I don't throw that far. Um, I, I feel like the reviewers are very like, defend yourself, Anthony. Well, I guess. sure. I, I don't necessarily, I don't hype up that many IMs in general. So, uh, I'm probably the least hyped, like, reviewer of the Chi-Fi community or one of the, the least ones. But yeah, it, it is. Uh, that's why you don't get the, that's why I don't get expensive stuff. Man. No, that's why you don't get expensive true. stuff. That's true. It's probably true because yeah, I don't. That's exactly why. That's exactly why. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't probably help the sales as much as some other people do, um, but yeah, I, I don't really know what to say. I mean, right? I have. I'm in front of me right now. I have three. I have a KZ. What is this? KZ S something or other True Wireless, which sucks. And I have a uh, the the other VX, the TRN VX uh, <laughs> here, which is really bright but not bad. And I had the Moondrop SSR, and these were just like a handful of stuff I've gotten in the last two months. And I have like, I gotten, I don't know, several dozen things. And I can't keep up with writing all these reviews because they keep coming. Um, and basically, sometimes I turn them down because I don't have time to even do it, and I don't want to bother bother them sending it to me. And, uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of the, the stuff here, I don't know what I'm even talking about right now, but a lot of the stuff like I said before, it's tuned very similarly. So it's really hard to like write a review about saying it just sounds like everything else. Um, but don't waste your money. <laughs> so sometimes I have to like focus on certain things like it fits really well. It looks really nice to build quality. It's, it's like beyond its price range for compared to other but things. I think, but I think as, as soon as you said something that's not good, they will stop sending you stuff. And I, I, you are like this is this is an unwritten contract as a reviewer and this is a lot of the, the problem within this community is that people always write overwhelmingly positive reviews and people would just think oh that's the best thing ever so i'm gonna buy it and and people trust you i don't know why but they do <laughs> um so when you write something that's you know let's say something that's good or or even when you said that they something they have like you know good build quality and they they, they you know um, they go and buy spend their hard earning money just based on you, like you got it for free, and they have to spend their money for it. Of course, you said it's good. Just like you know, um, I I got a good laugh out of you know when Marquez Brownlee was, when he reviewed a HD eight twenty, two thousand dollar close back headphone. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's a great, it's a great headphone. I'm like, fuck yeah, it's great. You got it for free. <laughs> of course, like the, the value is infinite when you got a two thousand dollar headphone for free. Fuck! If I have to spend two thousand dollars and buy a pair of eight twenty, like they, I, they, people will call me retarded. Like I, I like no. You see, like when when you are provided something for free, you are buying it when it's like unwritten contract that if you want future products, and that's just not TriFi, but TriFi 
it more specifically because the, the, the review cycle is so quick, right? If you want more of our products, you must give us a positive review. But if we don't, if we if they don't deem you like, like you know, a, a part of their cost, they were just like, oh, I guess we're not going to send you anything expensive, right? And and for the people that writes and even for the reviewers that takes their time to write these products, um, if you can, if you're not a reviewer that can pump out like fucking show. You can like 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 a monkey flinging their fucking shit at the market. If you you're not one of those person that can like pump out shitty reviews every other day, they're not even gonna send you because why? Because they're the product of the life cycle of their product is like two weeks. And if if like fucking Anthony that spends two weeks to write a freaking review, once you put it out there, that freaking IEM is dead already. Yeah, and, I I do I, just, and, I do feel like that sometimes where I'm like. Oh, the hype is over. Do I need to even write this review anymore? <laughs> yeah, like so. So like, they would just like it's like the lowest common denominator. They send it to this like shit showing reviewers that can pump out shit reviews for, like you know, throwing shit for a living. That's what yeah. It is. I, I, can't I think say that shit enough. I guess to that point, um, a lot of you'll you'll see people on the forums like like Head Five for sure, and, and even Reddit. A lot of people are just posting something that looks like a review, but it's really their first impression. Okay. Like maybe first day of listening, and it's like, oh, this is my review. It's like you you only listen to it for a day. It's like, how how is it real? Can you actually have time to like compare it to other things or um, to like give this yeah. substantial like content that you're providing? And uh, but you kind of almost have to in this type of uh, market because they pump out you know two two three IEMs a month sometimes in, in some brands. Yeah. But yeah, and and the hype dies really quickly because the next best thing comes out. And that's not healthy for for anybody. Yeah. That's not healthy for the manufacturers because they don't have the time to do QC. They don't they don't have time to do R and D. That's not healthy for the community because they're spending their money on what is essentially lottery, buying a subpar or mediocre IEMs. That's not healthy for the reviewers because they are pressured to to put out you know very uh, rushed. Um, reviews or, or reviews that's overwhelmingly positive because they're trying for for good or bad reasons they're trying to keep up with the life cycle of of this of this product right so yeah um i, I will say one... that i will say that for me and i know some other people like if the product is good then um we'll spend more time in getting that review out and if it's not very good then you may not put any time and may not even write a review at all. Uh, I actually try to write a review or at least put impressions on everything I get just to get it out there, just to have like a devil's advocate, I guess, out there on, on products that I don't like. But because I feel like that's missing uh, a lot, like pe you hear a lot of hype, but then a lot of once people start buying it, you can see that people's reactions on the forums aren't as positive as the initial set of reviews and uh i don't know their whole reasoning behind all of that i can i can speculate sometimes but um there's there's that feedback too that that is missing i feel like sometimes because people either don't have time or they just don't like it enough to even bother spending time to write a review and and here's the other point to um to the to the argument on the reviewers and that's another point is that no matter how good or bad your review of that IEM is, like if you give it a good score or a bad score, it's helping them sell the IEM. What I mean is that, like again, like you, you always seen it, right? You, I, a corn is a big 
big person like uh, he reviewed the uh, the Fearless Roland, which was the hype. Like I don't know when it was. It was it's dead now, right, Corn? You you hated it. You you famously hated it, and you got so much flack from that. Yeah. Um. And but the thing is that you your negative review drives sales for them. You know why? Because it helps them to stay relevant. So people on Headfi on on their the Roland form, and they themselves, you know, a driving up a shitstorm, got a stick up their ass, thinking about all angry about this reviewer, you, Corn, saying that their favorite IEM is bad. So they, <laughs> they, they, the rage really kept that IEM relevant. Because um, so, because you have people defending it and saying it's so great. And yeah, yeah. Your negative reviews are driving artificial conversation between these two IEMs. So whether you, so, th- so they have like two, like, you know, the 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 chai fi people got got the shit figured out like you guys are just like you know cogs in this machine that if you give it a good review good you shell it people will buy it but if you don't shell it this conflict between the shells and the haters will just drive the conversation and extends the life cycle of this iem right so my opinion is that people should just if it's bad i hate to say it just don't review it there's no there's no there's no (laughs) no i I think you i think people should i think when it's bad just let the show show and let the hype die like (laughs) the drama is funny right but then you are also feeding the the very unethical and i I mean I, i can't you know it's kind of ironic me saying something's unethical like you're 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 driving this unethical or like in impossible unsustainable market yeah let's just call it unsustainable so i'm gonna i'm gonna add i'm gonna change it a little bit here um there are some companies out there who are taking feedback from the community whether it's it's the reviewer or early you know beta testers who they actually send out products to test like um like most recently tin audio or tin hi-fi whatever you're called now they've been sending out pre-release products to um certain people like uh critical and i and hawaii bad boy and some others we've had Did you know why you know why because they don't know how to tune their shit themselves they have <laughs> well, no yeah. idea they, it's have, true. they don't want to pay they don't want to pay their own people to do it so they send it to other people say hey tune this for us yeah That's but laziness That's every every company does that though you have data testing for market feedback but people You're do asking that, people though. to do your job for you <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but you get that. To do their job for free. That's their problem. You get that from every company, but every company does market research prior to release. Really? Yeah. Really? I don't see Ford giving me a car. Say, hey, crash test this. <laughs> they don't say that. They right? do, but Ford it's, is like, hey, they do, but you don't know about it because it's in, you, they do, but you don't know about it because it's under NDA. And you know what happened when they fucking <laughs> fucked up? When Ford fucked up? You remember the Ford Pinto? You remember million dollar lawsuit they had? They had the freaking. You know, that almost bankrupt the company. Well, I'm not talking I'm about... not saying, like, a, a fucking IEM will lose their lives. Like, you're not... You don't get this kind of laziness. Like, you have internal R&D and internal QC for a reason. But for this, like, they don't even have the people to do it. So they ask other, like, you know, members of the community who are... Some are very qualified and some are very not. Um, let's just get out of there right now. Like, you are basically asking for what the most part, the reviewers, the amateur, about what they think that they like I you think... know why they ask them that so they feed it so they write a positive review i have a hand in this iem so i think it's good that's what they are I... when your feedback how much feedback does it matter 
Yeah, it, it can matter. I mean, I think you're confusing quality control versus market I'm not preference. confusing anything. Because quality, quality control that... is your Ford example. That's a quality control issue. We we as like a market research, like whatever, or or a survey can't control quality control because we are not the engineers or we're not the assembly line. But, but we could we could provide but we could provide preferences of like, hey, this is how uh, a car should look like. Like we we like this type of interior. We like this type of you know handling or whatever. We can't tell them. We can't. We can give them that that survey of information, like a yeah, like a market survey. But we can't go yeah, and actually you, design you're it. Taking that market survey, but at the same time, they are also giving you unfinished product and tell you which one that they should make. Like, shouldn't isn't that a, one of the internal problems? Shouldn't that be an internal problem that the, the, shouldn't they know like how to tune an IEM when they're a manufacturer of an IEM? Like, I I should. It's like the same same thing. I said saying that Ford would say. Hey, I got the six point three liter V A engine. How should I tune this? <laughs> That's stupid. Yeah, but That's they're basing stupid. it on uh, on what people like, right? If there's no market for it, why would they release the product? But they're basing a market on reviewers because the reviewers can show it. That's not what you like. Is not what the market wants, right? I mean, obviously, you you reviewers drive the sale, and they're they're doing this like. Um, I, what I feel like is that if, if you, if you have a, you know, if you have your name attached to somehow, like not even like your name, or if you, if you have a hand in this IEM, however, however small as a reviewer, you will show it. Yeah. But so I'm, I'm going to give you a different view. I mean, there's, there's also a, a uh, I don't know if it's cultural or just preference listening of like how certain, uh, I think even Harmon actually did this research of how different regions of uh, regions or cultures um, prefer their uh, target signatures. And if they're trying to get like a Western audience, the sound signature is going to be a bit different than the Chinese audience. So giving uh, people who listen to like more Western music or, or come from that, that area, uh, uh, I guess samples to review in advance will give you a, a different audience that you're targeting. Yeah, fair, fair. Also, the, 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 and the same thing is that I like how you brought up, you know, the Western audience and the Eastern audience because um, there is no Western audience. What, I'm, what I mean by that is that our demographic in the West, and th th that, that does not include it, the Singapore boys, it's <laughs> tiny. Like, how many people do you think buys IEM in the States versus fucking China? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah go, like, yeah, corn. Yeah. Like, I, say, what's the population of Singapore again? Um, seven, wait, no, not yet. I think 5.5 .5 million. Yeah, you want to compare the population between that and the states? Isn't it like 300 million or something? Yeah, yeah. like 350. Yeah. Yeah. And wouldn't you say that there is actually more of a demographic in Singapore that buys, like, you know, maybe mid-tier IEMs versus the states? I wouldn't say mid tier, but uh, I mean, when it comes to TWS, IEMs, just portable IEMs in general. Yeah, like IEMs in general, super popular here. Like, if you wear a headphone on the MRT, like on on our like like uh mass public transport, um, kind of look weird, uh, without a uh like a TWS, and and if you use a headphone, you kind of like stand out. Okay, and and just and just when people want to like really say, oh, you don't know the market numbers. How many audio stores in Singapore? Just one city alone, because Singapore is a city. 
just one sitting of 5.5 million people. How many people? How many audio stores in Singapore? Over ten. I, yeah. Over ten. Script, like over ten. Yeah. Easily over ten. Easy over so, ten. Yeah. So so because there is this market, because that market is sustainable, that's why there's over ten audio stores. How many fucking audio stores is in, let's say California, which has more population and, you know, and surface area than Singapore? I'm gonna tell you probably two. There's TSAV, um, God bless you, um, Keck Horse, um, and and there's another one in in LA. That's that's about it. Um, yeah, there aren't that many so, headphones. No, there isn't. Scores. Even even for yeah, even for online retailers, can you even name ten in the states for online retailers? Audio Forty Six, Moon Audio, TSAV, Headphones.com. That's four. That's the four big Music ones. Tech. Yeah. Uh, there's a bunch. There's actually a lot, but they're not. I mean, as that, there's a lot, but like I'm saying, that's a lot for 300 million people. Yeah. Right. They're 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 like you know for the total population, there's a lot. Yeah, but there is there like 3.5 versus like three, like 350 million people versus 5.5 million. They and they have 10 physical stores. Like, it's very safe to say they have a bigger demographic. But funny enough. I think Why? I think if, I wonder I, it'd be interesting to see what the sales numbers are. I mean, you have having physical stores doesn't stop like an American from buying stuff because we in America are so used to buying things online now with the Amazons yeah. and stuff, and yeah, and all the these brands are available on Amazon. Yeah, but they, they because they have physical stores, that means these physical stores are there because that means that they have the demographic to sustain those stores. Right, that's my argument that they have a bigger. Yeah, but just but we're talking Singapore about Chi-Fi here. Chi-Fi is not in the Singapore stores, <laughs> and that that's what I'm saying. These Chi-Fi stores, why aren't they into it? Why aren't like why why do they always specifically market towards Americans? Why is that? You tell me, Anthony. Uh, I don't know. I mean, there's probably it's probably an area where they. I don't know because it's the perfect ground. They have. <laughs> Americans have no place to demo. They're resorting to blind buying. You're not going to get the freaking Singaporeans to try these $50 chat. Obviously, you do, but like most of them, like most of them will try it before they buy it. Like, if you have availability, like in Singapore, like in, they like in themselves in China, right? If you have availability, if you get to try it before you buy it, you're not going to buy these garbage. You're not going to blind buying garbage. Obviously, you do have those people everywhere, but you will have less amount of those people in areas where you have availability, where you have, you know, samples or demo units that's available to you. You don't have that in the States. So this is kind of like, you know, the perfect ground for them to, you know, to sell their less than ideal IEMs. And that's why they don't market towards their own domestic audience <laughs> where that's that's a, that's by far the Chinese IEM portified audio market is by far the biggest. Like I would safe to say, excluding Japan, China will be the biggest market that everybody else combined, excluding Japan, just because they're pure population. Maybe excluding Singapore. Like it's Maybe. so big, but they don't market it towards their own people. Why? Because they know that their shit is bad. They can't sell it if they don't have demo units, so they sell it to freaking Americans. Sorry, I'm, that's not very nice to the Americans. 
it's, it's, it's as it well. They they do not have knowledge and information like you know when you do not have have uh, have information and, and knowledge, you are bound to make a more uninformed decision. Yeah, that's that's exactly it. And and in Singapore, like well, there are a lot of cheap fire lovers, but here's the thing: because community exists, like some 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 guy can buy a thousand dollar cheap fire, can buy twenty fifty dollars uh, cheap fire, he can be the one buying, it. and and like the rest of the community, his friends, ten of them, twenty of them, whatever, can can test it, um, whenever they meet, and and then if they like it, they buy it. So like, they are blind buy cheap uh cheap cheap fire buyers, but um because of the the way the community is there are a lot of people who actually benefit from so so to speak you know benefit yeah. From, yeah. from 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 these people whether they, they like it or not you know they, they they can make a slightly more oh he... <laughs> keep going they can make a slightly a slightly okay. more um uh, informed decision yeah and, and I think that's 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 really your slightly more informed decision really kills the the life cycle of a tri-fi because in 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 the states it's mostly just the interaction with another audiophile outside of you know outside of the cam jam stuff it's yeah. just in online you, and, you can't and, really like right go, sorry keep going. can you finish this no no yeah let's go yeah go, you go so so yeah and, and for the fact that you 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 can't a b it you, you can't compare side by side like I mean. There's there's only so much like if if you if you only tried like five different IEMs in in your entire lifetime and like you just you just buy a random tree find like hey it's great because like what what's the compare against you know like but in, in Singapore it's like whether you buy it your friend buy it you have you can go to anywhere you have like tons and tons of models to try from you can try you can go to any store fifty IEMs to try you know you go to an audio meet at least 20 different IEMs in a small meet, you know? Yeah. At, at least. It's like, if you go to a big meet, you have more IEMs than a whole store combined. Than a yeah, store, I, more store combined, you know? I think what Ken's getting at is like the lack of perspective with the, with the you know, the North American audience really kind of fuels um, the, this, this kind of business model for Chi-Fi. Because like, you know, if you never try anything before, then anything you try will be good. Just because the lack of perspective. And... And just because you really don't have this like in IRL like the real life um, interaction with another person, like you can't really like try something that somebody else have bought, and just the lack of availability in in general in the states that makes this kind of um really like you know um chai fi sales model um really um, sustainable in, in 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 you know in the West, but even but funny enough not not in their own country, right? Um, so I think if if anybody should should uh you know think how good a chai fi product is doing they should really look towards the their own domestic market that the chai fi the, the chinese market so what sells well in chai fi i'll tell you that much uh moon drop and and oxytizogen oxygen you know why because they're actually pretty good products and um and the other iems then the other manufacturer that's really popular in china um why don't i move on to maybe a a, a less of a point than, than chai fi um as I touched up recently that you have a, um, you know, these price creeping when it comes to Chi-Fi, are people seemingly willing to pay, you know, upwards of $500 or $1,000 for Chi-Fi? I feel like the problem is that a lot of these uh, Chi-Fi companies, they, they have a, a lack of flagship, a lack of a good product, quality product that people can identify 
this company from. What I mean is that um, uh, if if I name some names, you know, for good or bad, like if you think about CFA, people it depends on what you like. You know, people will say, oh, I think about Solaris when you think when I say CFA, or when you think about Andromeda, right? And for for sixty four, they think about the U twelve T, and for me, I think about the trio, which they discontinue. Shame on them. And even for Empire Year, you know, people think about the most iconic brand, you know, back in the days, the Zeus, and now, you know, the Legend X. And, um, well, their most recent products are not very successful. I feel like the Chai Fi, because, again, going back to the, the life cycle of their idea, they don't have this flagship product that they themselves can, you know, kind of say like a statement piece, which a lot of, like, companies outside of, you know, the IEMs do have. Even Moondrop with uh, with the SA, I don't, I, I don't think I'm very happy with how that... How about this? What's your thought? Like, again, we're talking about Moondrop and maybe Corn. What, what do you think about this lack of flagship? Like, nothing is just truly... They're just, like, mid-tier. They're just, like, mediocre IEMs. Are, are you... I, I wouldn't say they are, uh, like, mediocre, but um, in terms of a product that truly sticks, like, uh, let's say, uh, for, for uh, Fire Audio, they, they did have the Andromeda, which stick, uh, like, it, it really stuck for, for quite a while. It's been, I think, three years, and it's still quite popular. Um, but I think in Moonjob's case, um, people know that they are, as in people are aware that they, uh, re- they, they refresh their lineup like every half a year. So when they release a product, uh, half a year later or something new is going to come out, it's probably going to be better and cheaper as well. So in that sense, people don't really try to, uh, uh, invest a lot in, in Moonjob because of their product cycle. Um, but I was but is, say that, that, is that really sustainable? That's what I'm asking. Is that really sustainable? You you have a company that doesn't really have a, I mean, you have a freaking company that have a waifu as the the most iconic, like most iconic figure, and not a freaking IEM. <laughs> well, I, I still believe that they, they still move their sales uh through their cheaper uh cheaper and stuff like uh like Starfield, KXSS. Um, of course. I feel like that's where they generate their revenue from. Um, but. Uh, in terms of a TOTR product, like a like a true kind of uh, product that re- really represents Moondrop, I don't think it really exists yet. Perhaps you'll see in the future. They have a mascot, which they they, they, they have the, which I love too. They have the um, Solus, and then they just yeah. announced the Illuminus. Is that the Illuminus yeah, is supposed okay. to be their new flagship. Um. Okay, the flagship single D that looks exactly like a gold-plated KXXS, right? Yeah, I mean, that, that's to your point, right? <laughs> if your sustainability, if you keep the same uh... same uh, molds and tooling whatnot, that saves your cost of R&D manufacturing anyway. Yeah, and, and what I mean by that is like, oh, of course you're not going to have a company that does that. And, and you probably don't have a, you know, people wondering, well, why would, would, is there a tri-fi company that have a... A, a flagship product that really sticks with the time that's really old and still top tier? Uh, no. I, mean, I don't know, man. No? It's not the no? VX. <laughs> it's not? How about this? How long has the A-Series been around? Uh, I think about three years or four. There you go. There yeah. you go. When I say when you have a product that's like that survived the test of time, that's what I mean. That's not that Consistently... long, Consistently... <laughs> Three years in terms of like a technology and IEM, how fast? Again, yeah. like TVCs like, on a yearly cycle, like not even a year. They, it's monthly, been monthly. two years. Yeah. Yeah, but if you're talking about just portable audio in general, the Sennheiser HD 600 series that's been around for 25 years, 26 yeah, years Yeah, but now. that's like bad. 
I would say the 800 that's around for 13 years is more. But then, like, the again, like, headphones still move sells a lot more. slower. <laughs> headphones, like, technology and headphones move a lot slower that's than true. IBMs, right? Yeah, so, right now, yeah, for so, sure. Like, yeah, so, like, when you think about a Chi-Fi that's been around, again, it's not cheap, that's been around for three years, and it's still one of the best IEM on the market today, regardless of it being made in China or not, that's what I'm talking about. You don't have these other Chi-Fi companies. I'm, I'm taking my time shelling QVC up right here. These, <laughs> these other Chi-Fi companies, like, don't have this identity, don't have this flagship. You see it in, like, maybe I'm going back to my car thing, right? Ford made the new Ford GT. That's their iconic flagship car, right? People think, oh, Ford GT, right? Or, or if you're a redneck, you'll, you'll buy the Ford F-150 or whatever, right? Yeah, when I think but of Ford, I think of the trucks, <laughs> to be honest. Right, they're trucks. Or yeah. if you're a redneck, you think about their trucks. But their IMs, like Moondrop, they have the waifu, which is um, lovely and all, but has nothing to do with music. Um, uh, and that's that's like I honestly that's like my most like my biggest critique of Moondrop is that they they don't have a product that sticks and and they are very they even though not as much they're still very much um uh con confined within the chi fi sales model of having to constantly um you know refreshing their product. So 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 you're saying I know Moondrop is pretty good, but yes, an identity issue. Well, it's not identity. They they don't have an identity issue. They, their identity is having Harmon tuning and and a very, very lovely waifu. Uh, I think they actually. Their, yeah, I think I think those yeah, two could... are their identity for now. I mean, they're still a new, relatively but, but that, new company. But that has nothing to do with the quality of their sound, yeah. right? Like you don't like you you you're a fucking filthy weeaboo and you like the waifu, then that's that's on you, right? I know. <laughs> obviously not my waifu, but um, you know, and and you buy their IEM, that's that's good. That's just marketing. But but if if you Again, like QDC have their own house sound, and they have a product that's three years old. That's also how about just name a tripod that's better than the eight series, and don't say the Dawn. I'm, I'm waiting. Anybody Wait. for the Singaporeans out there? Name a tripod. Singapore boys. Name a tripod that's better than the eight series. I'll give you Don. I'll give you the the, the fearless Don. Name another one. I'm I'm Probably waiting. Me? Uh. Probably like, there's a chance. <laughs> no, 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 maybe no. Like you can firmly say, for the most part, it's better. Like not, not in every way, because like none, none of it's better. Like just maybe in like one or two, like you know, um, uh, categories. Con, Con loves the the S8. He thinks it's better than A series, isn't it? I, I don't. Uh, but he does. Nah, I think see, there you go. Better. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm waiting. Like name one. You guys heard like enough TriFi, enough IEMs, like. Name name one name a trifle that's better than a series. Name a trifle that's better that's better okay. than a three year old unique, unique melody. Oh, legacy, legacy? is close. Okay. That's close. even older. That's even older than a. No, but yeah. legacy is so low fi. <laughs> yeah, legacy is low fi too. Man. But it's it close. Has... It's not as good. It's close. You know, it's not as good. But it's close. But like that's for like what? It's like five years old. So yeah, okay, like, but like uh, there are a lot of pretty decent unique melodies stuff just that we don't have access to them in, in Singapore and well for the most part most of the part of the world that we don't have access it's only in Japan. Like you you don't have it's like you say technology moves really fast with the IEM market right and with TriFi yeah sure but like um there's still like really not that many IEMs that's better than eight series so 
that's the sad part, right? The only thing that's better than the A series is um, Gemini that's by QDC or VX that's by QDC. So that's their refresh. Like QDC refreshed their their flagship BAIM. Guess what? Every like year and a half to two years, like a normal company, <laughs> and they keep improving, right? So Can I... th- that's the the only company that's exception to the rule. Yeah, but they've also been like, around longer. Immune. So I think Moondrop I mean, can get there. They've only been around for like two years, not even two years. I don't ago. think Moondrop ever will. I don't think Moondrop ever will. You know why? Because they don't make they don't make they don't make audio communication device for the fucking Chinese army. <laughs> they do. Part, part of the part of the reason for QDC survival is because they have pretty much unlimited funding. Like their their parent company is QDC, as in the capital QDC, capital QDC which yeah. is a government contractor. That makes like communication device for um, for for the army and the and the Chinese police. People's Republic, yeah, the, the police and the and, and army. So, um, so next time when you buy QDC, you know where your money is going. For. So, um, <laughs> if, you if you don't if you don't like, if you don't like that authoritarian stuff, you don't want to you know you, you should you should think about buying something else. You you know, ethical, <laughs> but yeah, like part. I don't I don't think I don't think Moondrop ever will get to that point where they have a normal release cycle and the normal life cycle of an IEM manufacturer just because they don't have the funding and they're very tied down to the chi-fi business model yeah i'd be i'm interested in seeing how they develop their soft softiers brand you know they're, they're more luxury oh. brand but it, it, they're still new they're still too new and i think i think because that because of that and the market that are fighting in they have to kind of compete with some of the lower and like they're, they're probably making all their money on the starfield Kinos Pro, K- KXXS, and actually they just released yeah. the drop KXXX, whatever it's called, KXXX, uh, and I think yeah. that's they're, they're still going to have to do that to, to fund their top-of-the-line development, which you're starting um, to see come out now. He makes more money, you know, once, 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 you, you, once, you, once you have something cost in R&D, manufacturing is cheap, you just churn, you just churn out as many as possible with yeah. a similar design to get the maximum money out of it. So they, they are doing a great job in, in that sense, in, in making money. Um, funny enough, when I was talking to my um, Chinese distributor that um, mainly distributes a QDC, I was asking him for, for this episode. I was, like, I was just, just offhand. I'm like, so how much, like, what what like what's the QDC that you sell the most? Do you want to take a guess what he says? Four SS? Uh, no, VX. Um, so so the, the unit that they sell the most, yes, it's actually the Uranus. Yes. What? What? <laughs> what? Like, like just within this, uh, just like I'm, I'm talking about, like in the month, like the recent, most recent time since oh. since the unit, uh, since uh, yes. Uh, so... This is this is globally or in in, in the US? Or... Just, just no, no. He's a he's a, a Chinese distributor, so oh, he only okay. sells within the southern region of China. Okay. Which is which is the most populated area in China, so probably the most con. And so you, you kind of give a good gauge in like what the Chinese. So, um, well, it's the cheapest, so yes, it's the just, cheapest product they have. Yeah, of course it's the cheapest, right? It's not like the second cheapest IEM, the, the Uranus. Did you know what, what he makes the most money with, though? VX. Yep. Yep. Just the margin? Just the yeah. margin on VX? Yep. Yeah, I, 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 I want to say, like, he says that, oh, it's kind of even between their low-end model and the, and the high-end model. He, he sell, Of course he sells a lot less of the, of the top-end VX model, right? But he just the sale from the flagship, that the very small amount of sales, really like the margin is kind of is pretty much the same when yeah. he gets about you know 
when he sold about like 50 Uranus. But that only works if you <laughs> actually have a good flagship that can sell. If you don't sell any of them, that's, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You, you, you have this very traditional IEM company, like TriFi company, like. Even for 64, I don't know the number for 64. Like, wouldn't you say that they sell a lot more 12Ts and 18Ts and Tier 40 and Tier Trios than their, like, freaking low-end models? I don't ever see those, like, freaking for sale on on their site, like, on the secondary market, right? That's a good gauge of how much, like, you know, like... Their the, the, the lower-end models are, are for... Custom only. Are for, um... Musicians. The musicians who are starting yeah. out and, and, and yeah. they just want a brand, so they, 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 they can, you know, not, not incur insane cost but you know when, when the musicians get more famous or they get you know sponsorship yeah they'll go for a 12 and anything but what i'm saying like you don't see freaking like cfa sell like you don't you don't see like polaris in the secondary market right you, you see like solaris and andromedas just because people buy them more like a lot of these yeah. companies have a like their top end top of the line flagship product is the product that makes the most amount of money and they use that to trickle down into making more budget-oriented product. But then in, in the tri-fi market, you have a bottom-up market that, like, you, they don't have the time to, they don't have the time or the money to develop high-end products. And so they're using these, like, low-end, like, you know, these low-end products, the sales from those low-end products to fund their more developmental, more, you know, experimental, maybe with the software marketing. And, and you yeah. know, from an R&D perspective from Anthony, you you think that's like you don't scale up you scale down right you you build something and you scale it down that's more of a natural r d progression though if you're an established company sure but if you're not you work you need the funding <laughs> i mean there in 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 like the u.s there's you know venture capitalists and stuff that will fund you if you have a good product but if you're just starting off on your own without capital then you're gonna have to start i mean you don't have to start small but it does but help. not from a business standpoint. From yeah. a, from a development standpoint, shouldn't you have like trickle down? Oh yeah, for sure. If down. you're if you're if you're working on the late, you know, the next best thing, yeah, you, you it, the the R and D and development and manufacturing costs are always going to be higher when you first start, and then you figure out how to make it cheaper either by sales yeah. volume making it cheaper or every or every single company. Processes. Yeah, in terms of development, every single company uses the trickle down model and if yeah. you don't say it the the focal does it you know how they have, they have the utopia and then they figure out how to make the same driver with a that's cheaper and with a less less cost costly material right same yeah, thing I with think, cars yeah, yeah i think the uh the focal the utopia drivers they came from their speakers i'm not wrong they well yeah they, but they, they trickle they down from the smaller. speaker their speakers are three thousand yeah. dollars yeah, <laughs> that's still a trickle down, right? That's still a trickling down technology. That's a technology where they have the flagship speakers, and then they made headphones with it. Once they made headphones, they trickled down and made their less expensive product. So it's uh, it makes a lot of development sense to make something for cheaper instead of trying to use their cheap product to invest into more development, right? So. It's like not 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 just the flagship only, but like the flagship and the the next few flagship. Like so, so it could be like the top three models that is funding the R and D. Not necessarily must be the the most expensive no. model because yeah, yeah yeah because the 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 top few models still have a lot of um um R and D for 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 top notch technology and and 
and and they could be just selective. Um, they pick the best to make the the third best um in in their model and and uh, in, in in the series and and the third best in 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 the whole series could be the most uh well selling and it's still a pretty good model you know. Yeah, and and I think the most majority of this talk is really less about audio, more of a lessons in economics. About, <laughs> it does seem like it. Yeah, yeah doesn't it? Like, it, it, I feel like it's very unnatural. Like, the Chai Five product, like, it, it the life cycle itself is very unnatural um, life cycle, and and people are, and people are oddly okay with it. I'm not. I'm, I mean, I'm, I am a. I like to say I'm an economist, but I am a finance by by trade. But you know, I, I just don't. I don't like this. It doesn't it doesn't make sense? The market is <laughs> fucked up. This is what they they intended and they what they want from from what I from what I see. You know? so yeah, because no, no, I think it, go ahead. It's a unique one. Oh, I said it's it's a it's a it's a unique approach to uh, um, market. Uh, yeah, market availability, market research, almost. <laughs> uh, but like it, it's 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 against the well of capitalism. You know, it's it's you, I mean. Maybe, Maybe not, not. not unique, but that's 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 the only way they can survive. Because if if they try the trickle down method, they would have long long gone closed down. And 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 they're surviving because based on the ignorance of the U.S. audience. I I guess not just and, U.S. Yeah, so be, so what do you call what do you call a? Europe. Yeah, well, in Europe, in the West. So so what do you call a? A, a, a company or a market that that survives on on the ignorance of of the of their consumers is that is that predatorial wouldn't you call that predatorial or would you There's call it a lot something? of online business model though not 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 just them i mean yeah but like having a lot more of those does doesn't make it okay no they're, they're the only reason that they're sustaining themselves is because that they have this unethical predatorial business model is that okay <laughs> No, no. I wonder. I wonder if it's gonna. I think it's very similar to 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 glasses. But I mean, I I wear glasses, and 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 they are equivalent of uh, Chifai, um, glasses. There are a lot of cheap um glasses out there, and there's a lot of OEM and their glasses that are under one grand or so so to speak. Your your expensive Chifai, right? And they they are still mass mass manufacture. They they. They don't have good quality, you know. And and guess what? When you when you try out your glasses, don't you like put the the frame on your face and see if it looks good on you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's yeah, exactly. I, but but like I, saying that, but but equating that to Chi-Fi is like saying that some ladies like, oh, I, I trust you. This these glasses will look great, and you buy it, and it looks like fucking it's pink with like a giant frame. Like she look like a freaking nerd. <laughs> you know, yeah, so that's the same, you know, and then you, and then you have to, and then you have to look in the mirror, see how ugly you look with those like retarded looking glasses. And then you have to tell yourself that, oh, I look pretty okay with those. I love it. I should tell my friend to get these, all these ugly glasses. That's literally what Chi-Fi is. Yeah, because like, like I, I, I go to stores, you know, and, and, and I try my favorite um, optician. She, she knows what, what I look out for and, like I, I fail ninety nine percent of the of the glasses uh, out there because it's just not good enough, you know. And for the lack of a of a retail store, you 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 can't test. And it's like I like buying buying online is it's crazy. It's like it's it's a grand it's a grand or two for a pair of glasses. And it's like I'm going to buy online. I, I'm going to freaking regret it. <laughs> yeah. So like that that, that that has nothing to do with glasses. And um, so there's no similar. I'm not gonna buy a, 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 a glasses set of this. There's one grand and regret it. So I'm not gonna do the same for for IEM. 
Can you? Yeah. So I have a question. Go ahead. In in Singapore, do you guys have a return po- return policy or return capability? Because in the U.S., that's you, almost every store is has a return policy. Most you can't here, but I mean, we're talking about glasses is worse. We're talking about prescription here, so it's like. Well, I'm talking about online IEM blind buying <laughs> in general, like if. Oh, it, I mean. You buy from the online store, then it's the, the online store policy, right? So, so you can you can still buy from non-Singaporean online store that has return policy. You can, you know, but like in Singapore, like why you can just walk up to the store and like I want to demo this. Do you have? No, you don't have it. Sure, I'll just go to the next store, like three km down the road. Well, I'm talking about KZ, let's say KZ or whatever TRN. You you, you can ninety nine percent of the people who buy uh cheap uh. Uh, try five when I talk to them, mm-hmm. they are happy with blind buy. They don't mind spending fifty bucks, and it, if it if it sucks, they just leave with it. They don't care. Oh, okay, because like yeah. you know, in the US, Amazon or you know carries this, or even Walmart carries like KC now. Like, but you you <laughs> have that the 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 buyer still has a thirty day return window where they can if they don't like it, they can just return it. Yeah, and, and, and you, that's a good thing, right? It's it's a it's waste a of your time. But if it's yeah. if it's unopened, if it's brand new in box. They can once they open it. If it's unless it's broken, you know, if it's not broken, yeah, no, you know, they they, they can't just oh, I regret it. I'm uh, can I refund this? No, it doesn't work in Singapore. Yeah, I wonder. So, like, my question is like, I wonder how sustainable this stuff is long term. If you like all the brands, at least in the in the U.S. anyway, the brands that have lasted a long time, you know, are like Sony and Apple, and um, in the electronics world, like Sony, Apple. Uh, Dell, you know, they make quality products. They, I mean, they make cheap stuff too, but every all their products are typically well made and last a long time. And I wonder, and all the all those stuff that isn't very good quality typically kind of die out over time. Um, except for like you know consumer like household good stuff like Black and Decker or whatever. Um, I wonder how long like this kind of niche area if if they don't have a quality product do people at over time like say just you know say oh it's casey it this thing's gonna break after three months or the glue's gonna fall off or right it sounds terrible so every brand is terrible but you'll be surprised i I speak to a lot of people they they don't care they just like you know if if it breaks i just buy it it's it's so cheap that i can just buy another one if if, if the cable breaks i just buy a ten dollar cable you know so (laughs) yeah like there are a lot of people who really don't mind. They, 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 they just want it. They just want a cheap and good deal. You know, that's 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 all they care about. For the people yeah. who buy those that are under hundred bucks, yes. Yeah. That's, well, that's the, the other thing. Like, why would you spend more money? Like, as a company, as a TriFi company, why would you spend more more money to buy a um to 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 put it on the quality side of the product when your life cycle is so short, right? You just People expect them to break, and they are going to break in in three months. So they're just going to move on to something else or buy another one. Yeah. And 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 in US, you have these you have companies like Headphones.com with a, with a year return policy. Oh, that they, that's why they don't carry TriFi or just like I, I don't know. Maybe we have Taryn here to talk about why he doesn't like TriFi. But I'm, I'm pretty sure that's the reason why they, he doesn't carry them because yeah. if that shit's going to break within the year, then he's going to have to return it. He's, and, he's pretty and reluctant I, what, on what they carry because of that return policy. And that's why, yeah, that's why so, he only carries right now like Moondrop and he's looking at like QDC, you know, as a potential because those are products that I think he that they believe will last longer than just a month and expecting a well yeah except terms. that um the moon drop is on a what 
half year release cycle. So what's what's there to stop me from returning my old Moondrop Flash and buying a new one? Yeah. Obviously, you can't abuse it, and they have you know they have um they yes. have, uh, they have ways escalating. to deter that kind of practice. Yeah. But still, like yeah. people can still do that. I can do that twice. You know, I can I can return the SA and buy the new flagship. It will give me all my money back. Well, part of it at least. But that's still good, right? I'm, I'm leasing an IEM. That's yeah. still lost on their part. Like that's still lost on headphones.com's part because now they got a used Moondrop SA that they probably can't sell for too much money. Yeah, the margins aren't very high on on a lot of this uh, Chinese yeah. stuff. So it's it's not a model for some just for the online retailers because. Yeah, I, I think they also mentioned they also mentioned shipping costs is very you know in in yeah. shipping costs like is more than the product in some cases. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I think we're we're towards the end of this uh, conversation. Um, as I don't know if anybody else have anything to say about. I think um probably don't you shouldn't post this on Reddit or anywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> that's like they, they, that's like yeah. I mean, if the people like it, it's it, it's it's fine. You know, they enjoy it and, and and stuff. But um, I don't care what people enjoy. People enjoy a lot of things. But yeah, yeah, what I'm saying is that the, the, this model is not a not a sustainable nor is a natural model for for yeah, how the, the how model, a product should be. The, the model is unfortunately driven by the consumers because the the, the consumers be it uninformed um, or they don't care and they are directly or indirectly driving it. Oh, I mean, I'm not going to blame the consumers. I think everybody is to blame, but at, at the same time that there's nothing, like, you know, I'm, I'm just talking about this problem problem because, you know, I just, I'm not part, part of this, the cycle uh, <laughs> of, of, of Chi-Fi, you know, um, and some of us here are, Anthony, <clears throat> chill. <laughs> um. I mean, I personally have taken advantage of it obviously by but also from the standpoint of trying to not not being someone who likes liked IEMs to begin with um, like I've mentioned many times I'm not a huge IEM fan and never really was but having the ability to buy a bunch of relatively cheap IEMs all at the same time gives me you know different gave me a different perspective on IEMs like finding the right fit was like when I first bought IEMs, I never got them to fit right, and having didn't realize that they came in different shapes and sizes and tips and all that, and having budget things to try out gave me that um, experience to figure out that, oh, some of these fit better than others. That's why I, I never liked them before, and then um, try and figure out what my preferred sound signature for an IEM was. Uh, but well, you know, such as uh, the sad life of a uh, Western. Yeah, portable audio it, it, enthusiast. That that is the issue with being in the in the U.S. and Europe, where you don't have the um, stores to go visit and try out. Yeah, and, and and I think honestly, that's why I don't, I really don't blame the consumer when it comes to that because you know that's not their fault for. Yeah, for... it's not. It's not. It's not. You know, but it's 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 just a mentality. I mean, in Singapore, there are still a lot of people who just. You know, just under hundred bucks, and if it works, it's fine. And they they do they do fun. They they actually buy a new IEM every now and then. Well, it's still cheaper than buying uh, a, a VX, you know, for for sure. But in the end, they they do spend quite a bit of money over over time. Yeah, because they. And I I think I think uh and I think you brought up a good point. Maybe the last point is that people are very willing to spend like. 10 increments of 50 bucks mm -hmm. then one increment of 500 dollars oh yeah 
right? Anyone. But, 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 like, but like in the long run, I understand that. And I am not, and I am very against the fact, and, and I always tell people, if you have to save up for IEM, you shouldn't buy that IEM. But at some point, but at, that, but at a point that somebody is going to buy $10, $50 IEMs, and, and in their mind, they're spending less money over time. It's like that, that you know, that on... It's a lot. I, I saw like 60... Yeah. Dude, do, do, do you know that, that, that a firm company on 64 Audio? You can pay monthly for your 64 Audio IEMs now. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was ridiculous. I'm like, you don't take out a mortgage for your IEM. Yeah. <laughs> you take out a mortgage for your fucking house. You don't save up for your IEM. We, you live, live, in we, live, in <laughs> we live in a credit world, like, man. <laughs> yeah, but that's not something you buy with credit, man. That's crazy. I yeah. know we're all about a credit society, right? You, yeah. you, 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 know what, you know what you buy on credit? You buy houses and cars. That's like... I'm now I'm preaching like responsible spending, right? I mean, you are the like, finance guy, so yeah. <laughs> I, I know, but I, I find it crazy because like I literally do this. I'm like, are we start financing IEMs now? People take out a loan for IEMs now? I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with like, if you can't afford it, just don't. Dude, that's just like not But you can make six easy payments of $50. <laughs> I mean, like you know, I mean, like for, for like I think again, like that's that's going back to like maybe that's not a chat by issue. Yeah, it's going going back to 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 glasses, right? Like why why I use uh, glasses to compare because it's the same. You only can wear one one pair of glasses at one time, right? And some people want different pair of glasses for different day. You know, one one per day to 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 to, to, to pair with your outfit. You know, whatever. You know, wait wait wait, wait. Can, 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 can. Do you have more than one pair of glasses? I do. How many pairs of glasses do you have? I have two now. Okay, fine. That's okay. That's that's acceptable. So yeah, yeah. you got ten. <laughs> so my wife. No, no, no. My this is. I'm gonna probably get in trouble for this, but my wife has like ten pairs of glasses for different outfits. Yeah, but she's a she's a she's a girl. She's and a she lovely has, lady. And, she has, and girls like get like again call me sexist. They're allowed to do that. She has three pairs of headphones for different outfits too. <laughs> well, okay, that's less okay. And and they're the well, same. Gonna... They're the same ones, just different colors. <laughs> I, I get a new pair of glasses every every one to two years, but now I have I'm, I I used to just because my prescription gotten worse and worse, but now that, that now it's not getting worse, I have getting less often. So how many pairs of glasses I have in my if I want to dig around probably like seven or eight, but they're different prescriptions. That's why glasses are different. Like I have one pair of glasses that I wear. So like, I I mean. It's like necessity. You wear it on your face every single day. So once you have more than one, it kind of really defeats the purpose of it, right? It makes it less... Your first pair of IEM is great, and every single other pair else, aside from that first pair of the same quality kind of diminishes the value of it. As much as I hate those words, right? It does. So, so if, you keep, if you keep buying the same pair of glasses with the same amount... Like, if your prescription gets worse... Of course, it's fair to buy a new pair of glasses because you're trying to see, right? Just like an IEM. If you want more better IEMs, if your taste gets like more expensive, you want to buy more expensive IEMs. But if you keep buying $50 IEMs, what's the fucking point? Yeah, but I will say that, like you mentioned before, technology and IEMs and improvements in IEMs have rapidly grown in the last four years or so. So the next $50 IEM may have newer things in them. Like right now, 
what's the, oh, okay. the you know the new right now the new thing in like the budget is beryllium coated drivers or or diamond like carbon or whatever it's called in okay, those are you the are new... a material scientist you know the lc does not mean anything <laughs> yeah so no no yeah you, you know like what is the lc tell me diamond coated Carbon. What is that? What is that? You're the material scientist, right here. You literally have a freaking master. It does not mean anything, right? Diamond like carbon. So, yeah, carbon is a uh, C. You know, carbon, and and diamond is just sixty four carbon atoms linked together. <laughs> so, diamond like carbon is just carbon. <laughs> it's, it's just very thin At least piece of think. carbon I don't that know. they put on their driver, which yeah. does make it more rigid, but it also does not mean anything. Yeah. That is not a new technology. It's just a marketing buzz phrase. For all sense of the word that you... So I, I shame on you, Anthony. Shame on you for bringing that up. Because you know that shit means nothing. It, it's, I, it may... So I mean, we can go deep into materials talk, but I don't know exactly what they do because they don't... The marketing information is just marketing information. But if you can get to a, a thinner, st- stiffer driver... Then you could potentially get better control on your, um, you know, your overall sound profile because uh, the diaphragm depend the, the the quality of your your controls based on the stiffness of your driver. Fine, fair enough. Like, and and you make a point. Yeah, technology moves, and then you know things become cheaper. Your fifty dollar IEM might be better like years later. And here's my counter argument, right? It's been three years since the A series from QDC. Has a thought once has any chi-fi gone to that point yet? That's that's cheaper. It's been three years and it's you know very I, old technology. I haven't listened to it, so I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Like have you have you listened to anything that's like asking the Singapore voice? And nothing is better than A series. It's been three years. Has technology really improved to that point that you can buy something that's better than can you really buy something even for a thousand dollars that's better than something that's one point five K? No. Oh, only Don, which is it, you know, exceptional. Oh, that's, that's, a, that's a thing for a different time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, yeah because I, I want to finish that on, on, on what I was saying just now, because, like, you know, this this, this reason for, for glasses is, is fashion. People can use it for fashion, you know. And But as you use the word necessity, like, if you, if you don't have glasses, you can't talk MC, right? And and, and and even then, you talk about quality. So, so like, I, I have gone through lousy glasses 20 years ago, you know, like, of course, uninformed i do not know better 20 years ago you know, and, and i bought cheap glasses you know and, and 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 now now today it's like would i want to buy blind something that i can't test like you know like no way because like i like this why do you want to go to, to and buy poor quality stuff risk of getting poor quality stuff for for one thousand dollars is 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 absurd okay can i'll have you know i blind bought my glasses yeah but how how, how much i think it's about like hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah. You see, so you buy buy G five is hundred bucks. Sure. No, they're yeah. they're from Japan. They're real glasses. <laughs> ah, sure, sure. You know, but like, <laughs> when my glasses, when your glasses cost what what around one grand, then it's like no, you, you don't buy buy it. Like, like like you say, like uh, you buy it and like you put it on and you convince and, and, and convince yourself that it's awesome and it's great, or you know. And, and and whatever prescription nonsense you have, you have to go through, you have to, you have to get people to validate your purchase is awesome. Like, hell no. You don't do that for glasses. So you don't do that for IEM. 
Well, I mean, unfortunately that, you know... We're not that lucky over here. Yeah, well, I mean... <laughs> I think to a point that... Um, you could try a lot of these high-end stuff. Maybe not the chai buy. So I, I think, like, the thing is, like, my... If you want anybody want to get anything out of this, just just don't buy chai fi. Like, it, unless... Why would you, if you... Like, no. Like, that's still silly, right? If you can't try, why would you buy it? Yeah. No, I... Right? I, I, there, there, there are IEMs in the, the same, like, price range that you can ask audio stores to give you a loaner. You have to put a freaking down payment down, yeah, obviously. So... It, a lot of times it's worth, you know, I mean, not the cheap shit, you know, 50 bucks, whatever, right? That's, that's, no, that's, that's whatever. But like $1,000 chai fi when you want to blind buy, there are other things on the market that's proven and you can also try, you know? That company are willing to give you an open box loaner that you can try, you know, for little to no amount of money. Yeah, you so in the dark to buy the chai fi? When you have like you know good American IEMs, then you get. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but but you have you have you have the things that you can try. That's my point of it. All yeah. right. I I I'm for the opinion of make an informed decision. Like you know, it's it's fine if you if you if you try to try five, you love it. It's fine. Just just the same thing like for the glasses. You can try hundred bucks, you love it. A thousand bucks, you will love it. Whatever you know, as long as long as long you you like it, it's it's all great. You know more. more, uh... more. I'm like, gonna stop you right here. I'm gonna. I think this is getting the end of it. And until Ken gets more of his glasses talk, he really loves his glasses, by the way. Um, we're gonna have a special, maybe, maybe, special episode yeah, of we'll, glasses. Our next, uh, yeah, but this is it here. We're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna end it until next time on our, our glasses podcast. Ken's gonna tell you all about his glasses that he bought. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everyone. Yeah. Um, uh...